After a steal, Joel drives it down the lane, left hand layup, it's up and good. 70 points for Embiid. 133 to 108. Wow, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan. Joel Embiid drops 70 points, obviously, as you heard. Tom McGinnis, his call is Joel. Um, that was pretty, pretty unbelievable. I mean, I have never witnessed a individual performance quite like that. Certainly not with the 76ers. I mean, we've had some... And it's mainly Joel Embiid doing it um, in my 76ers fandom. But we've had some great performances. There has been nothing compared to what he just did. That was insane. Um, he was everywhere. He couldn't miss. It was not even... He, he's, he was... Quite literally unguardable. Like, I know we say that, but literally you couldn't do anything. I mean, they drew three to him at one point, and he still got the land. I have no words for what that was. That was just historically unfathomable, and I certainly um, will say this. I don't remember if I exactly said this quote the last episode um on saturday recapping the two-game road trip uh i mentioned that the 76ers were playing the spurs tonight and i said okay i mean i assumed that the 76ers would win which of course they did 133 to 123 but i said unless there's like a crazy performance like Embiid puts up you know some you know ridiculous number i'm probably not going to come on and record so I would like to take some credit in foreshadowing Joel Embiid's 70 points, new franchise record, you know, save your applause. But, I, I mean, insane. And on a night where it's Victor Wembenyama and Joel Embiid going at it, um, the young, you know, up-and-coming Wembenyama who is, you know, the talk of the league uh, this season, and as well as you should be. I mean, if you haven't seen the video of Joel Embiid walking behind Victor Wembenyama, I have never seen Embiid look like someone make him look tiny. Like, not tiny, but just short and smaller than he is. I mean, that is a freakishly tall dude. Like, I know, I know he is. But then you look at him compared to someone like Joel Embiid, it's nuts. I mean, I don't think Embiid is as stocky as Nikola Jokic, but he certainly... So I don't know what that would look like when Wemby's next to Jokic, but with Embiid next to Jokic, I mean, you don't really notice a difference, even though I think Jokic is stockier. But when he's next to Wemby, I mean, my God, he looks order like I don't think he's ever felt so short uh in his life walking past Victor Wembenyama um you know that was just a real a real treat to watch obviously him put up 70 but also him dominate um like the way he did just overall and to see the two go head to head was pretty neat 
I was curious to see if Wemby would be able to get some blocks against Embiid as well. And I, I, don't, I mean, I don't believe he did because Embiid was able to, you know, get enough arc on his shot to get it over, um, you know, Wemby Nyama. And I mean, he just went right at him. I think Wemby got a, got a nice lesson in I need to put on some weight because Embiid just, you know, he, he dominated the paint. I mean, he, you know, had 18 boards to Wemby's just seven. And you heard, it was a joke. I, I want to, you know, for everyone out there that I think is probably ripping Popovich's pregame comments saying that he told Wemby to just hammer hammer uh, Embiid inside, inside, get your butt in his waist and, you know, you know, get him in the stomach. Clearly, I think he was kidding. I mean, I'm sure that's what he would like him to do, but I don't think he was literally expecting him to dominate Embiid. Like, come on now. Um, I'm sure, again, that's the talking point, but, like, I don't think Pop would say that, especially if he knows the competitor that Embiid is. And, I mean, you know, come on. So I definitely do think Embiid may have taken that as his motivation and, um, you know, a little Michael Jordan kind of like, okay, the game within the game, um, this is how I'm going to be motivated to put up numbers. And he obviously dropped 70 plus all the talk about Wembenyama. I I said on the last podcast, you know, he likes to school young centers and he did that tonight with Wemby. I mean, Mo Bamba got a taste of it and tonight Wemby did. So there you have, it. I mean, I have never, like I said, I've never seen anything like it. 70 points in 37 minutes. I mean, just think about that. He scored literally i mean it's unbelievable to think about that he scored 70 in 37 minutes he scored 2 points per minute a bucket a minute uh, just about i'm not you know i'm obviously not a math major but a bucket a minute that's nuts like to go, and I mean, he went down the floor every time in the fourth. They were obviously getting him the ball, getting him the ball, getting him the ball, um, because they would boo. I mean, Dan Wallhouse shot a three ball, and they were booing. I mean, kind of like a Philly Billy Wagner moment where he didn't touch a hundred, and they booed him. So um, Embiid or not Embiid, excuse me, House getting that treatment as they wanted the ball to go to twenty one, and you know, I mean, he had a career high of fifty nine that he set last year. And I think they said on the broadcast the highest um, season total was uh, Giannis with, I think, 62. And then Embiid obviously now holds it with 70. I think I just saw Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, just had 62 or something along the lines tonight as well. So a big night for centers, um, to say the least. And, I mean... It was a good matchup between Wemby and Embiid. Wemby put up 33 points. I mean, he had a good night. He had that one um, layup around Embiid when he was able to hook it around him and in. So, I mean, I definitely think that's a matchup that, you know, you can look forward to seeing um, however many times those two go up against each other uh, throughout their career. But, you know, when Popovich and the Spurs started – doubling Embiid, you saw him start to find other looks. He had five assists to go along. He is 
I believe, the first NBA player since Michael Jordan did it to have at least 65, 15, and 5. 65 points, 15 boards, 5 assists. And, I mean, if you saw the interview on um, Post Game Live, when Kate, Kate Scott mentioned that to him, rather, um, you saw the look in Embiid's face like, wow. You know, he genuinely couldn't believe it. I mean, like, he said literally, Wilt never did that, you know, um, because he was like, I'm sure he has, because there's no... Fortunately for Embiid, Wilt Chamberlain was not a 76er when he scored 101 points. So he doesn't, he can safely have the franchise record. No one, I mean, has come close to, last year he put up 59, but Dr. J never had a night like that. Um, you know, Charles Barkley never had anything like that. Allen Iverson, like th- this is some pretty crazy stuff that Joel Embiid just did. Um, it's insane. And to go along with 18 boards, I mean, it's not just the offensive game. He dominated the glass against a guy that I just said makes him look small. Like, he clearly was outbodying Wemby. I think it goes to show that Wemby needs to get in the gym and uh, maybe eat a few PB&J sandwiches to put on some, put on some muscle there because, you know... And B just dominated him. And I loved how it was a coast-to-coast layup. Like, Joel Embiid, you know, has taken a lot of flack for his conditioning. But he just went coast-to-coast and laid it in. Um, so that was pretty cool. So, you know, 21-23 from the line, too. So, you know, obviously 21 of those points are free throws. Um, but, I mean, when you're a big and you can dominate the paint like he can of course you're going to be getting a lot of um getting a lot of shots to the line and one of the bigger knocks on Embiid early on in his career was he wasn't a good free throw person he didn't have a good free throw percentage well I mean this year I believe it's up and now he's he he's not going to let um teams send him to the line without knocking down a free throw like the knock on him getting to the line a lot is like well one, if he's one of the best players in the league, he's going to get calls. That's how that's how it works. That's how I think it works in just about every sport. So maybe blame the officials or the league in terms of how they're officiating things. And two, um, there is no more, you know, they're checking for flopping now. And so that's out of the way. And three, the big knock again was him not making free throws earlier on in his career now he just did that so certainly I mean tonight was an example of everything he can do the only thing he didn't do was like put up you know four made three-pointers tonight only one of two but that's okay when you put up the numbers he had 24 of 41 from the field I mean he was on a mission and I think the mission tonight was certainly a little motivation with pop and I think also to school Wemby a little bit as well. As the Sixers won 133-123 to 123 over the Spurs. Not much from the game to really talk about other than, um, you know, the Spurs were able to make some runs. Sixers, 
Um, their three-point percentage was down. I think they were just going inside it and beat a lot. Um, they didn't close out the three ball as well as I think they should have as the Spurs were able to make 13 of 41, 31.7%. So got to be better um, closing out around the arc, and the Spurs were able to come back specifically using the three ball and specifically um, Doug McDermott, who had 13 off the bench and was 3 of 9 from beyond. So really, really good night um, all the way around. You got the win, and Embiid dropped 70. Uh, just insane. You know, I keep saying it. It's insane. I've never seen that before. I've never seen a 76er dominate tonight like he did. Any time he... It, it's like watching really accurate quarterback you know anytime he you know makes a throw like watching Tom Brady the receiver's gonna I'm not comparing Embiid to Brady I'm just saying it's like you know watching a Brady game where every time he threw the ball out it was complete for a first down or you know anytime if Bryce Harper's really hot anytime he makes contact bat to ball he's getting a hit something like that it's just you know that was what we saw tonight out of Joel Embiid. Anything he put up, it went in. It was rare he was getting a miss, especially in that second half. Um, I would have been interested to hear, it wasn't asked to Nick Nurse, but I would have been interested to hear how he was able to keep the guys um, contained in terms of not just feeding Embiid the ball. I'm sure he knew that he was having a big night, but as Nurse said, he wanted to make sure we got the win because it was uh, getting close. And Pretty cool also that Brett Brown was in attendance as he's the assistant coach of the San Antonio Spurs, and he, Joel Embiid, Furkan Korkmaz, and Robert Covington, um, three players that he coached previously um, here in Philly, were able to have a nice moment after the game, which is pretty cool as well. I mean, you know, Brett Brown obviously was big in Embiid's development, and then I think under the Doc Rivers regime and Bede was able to take his game to then another level and obviously with the way that Nick Nurse is coaching him you're able to see him take it to another level with his passing and it was it was on display tonight as well I mean the highlight of the game in post game live was in Bede's no look pass behind the back to uh, Kelly Oubre for the jam which is pretty cool as well so that's going to do it for me tonight I mean a really impressive impressive night by Joel Embiid I don't know how else to really put it other than stating the obvious because obviously it's impressive he had 70 friggin points like that's nuts I've never seen I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep saying I sound like a broker I've never seen anyone do that not that doesn't happen to 76ers players not since I've been a fan not since I've been following them you know we had Andre Iguodala putting up you know, what was what was a career high for him as a sixer, like 30? I mean, come on. Joel Embiid puts up freaking 70 points tonight. Insane. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again. Um, Sixers' next game will be against the Indiana Pacers. I'm probably, um, I'll call it, um, I'll be back on, of course, for that one, the Pacers' Um, that should be a pretty good game. That will be on Thursday, so Embiid can get some rest, and the Sixers will hopefully go for seven straight. They're on a six-game win streak. They are rising. Um, I guess they're rising. Their play is rising, but in the standings, I don't think they've moved that much. They're still third. 
they're a half a game back on the Bucks. So if we can get a win and they can get a loss, of course, that'd be nice. Um, Pacers, who are seventh, Sixers will be taking them on. The Pacers um, lost to the Suns recently and uh, will be taking on the Nuggets tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens there for them. So thanks, everyone, again for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. One, two, three, four, five, sixes. Ten, nine, eight, seven, sixes. One, two, three, four, five.